Radio Veritas. Uh, it is f- seven minutes past four. Archbishop William Slattery with you. The programme Changing Gear. You're with the Catholic Voice here in South Africa on this radio station, Radio Veritas. I welcome you, invite you to stay with us as we share together something of our faith. Uh, thank you all who are so, fa- you know, always there with Radio Veritas. Uh, it's great always to know your support and also to be able to share with you in this manner. So, uh, just a few points before, during the programme today, we'll have to look a little bit at uh, uh, the St. Anne, Anna, because of their feast day yesterday. We wish them an extremely happy feast, although it was yesterday, and we thank them for the work they have done and are doing everywhere as pillars of the church. Uh, last Saturday, I was at OD Prison, that big uh, settlement just outside uh, Pretoria, uh, with Sister Rita Carey, a Mercy Sister, who works uh, with great enthusiasm there among the people who are remanded there, who are in prison there. Um, we spent a couple of hours, uh, altogether almost five hours, uh, at the prison, uh, sharing with the men, many of whom have now completed courses like Six Steps and Alpha, uh, and some of them do Renew. Sister accompanies them, and really, you know, in listening to them give witness of how their lives have changed in in, in the correctional uh, facility uh, is wonderful. It's the grace and work of God. Um, the stories are so similar, you know, of men now, many of them not so young anymore, but who started out uh, out in life without much family support, absent fathers, leaving school, wandering the streets, getting in gangs, getting into trouble of various kinds and getting in sometimes to serious trouble, then appre- being apprehended and now being there for years uh, in this facility. And, you know, to be in prison is not a pleasant thing. Already now at four o'clock, the men are locked in until maybe, what, nine o'clock tomorrow morning, 30 or 35 in a room, sleeping on bunks, one toilet, one shower generally, and also radio and television on day and night. Indeed, many radios on uh, day and night. It, it's not pleasant. And so that Sister Carey goes in and other people throughout the country who are uh, dedicated to prison service, they're bringing a great joy and hope. And actually, coming in with me and sister were some excellent eight uh, wonderful uh, women, actually, from various parishes in Pretoria who make the prison their apostolate. And they all agree that it is a great joy for them to be able to go in and share uh, their faith, to encourage uh, the people who are uh, in prison there. So, again, I encourage our priests uh, uh, next month on the 22nd and 23rd of August, I do hope to have a workshop for chaplains, uh, supervisors of prison ministry in all the dioceses of South Africa. We'll have it at the Comboni Centre in Linwood, but I'll be speaking to you again closer to the event and uh, inviting whoever that person is who would supervise in any particular diocese to see that uh, the prisons are visited and that service is offered there. Uh, these prisoners, when you get talking to them, are so human, so so humble often, uh, 
uh, in so many ways, people who, given a chance, often would make uh, a success of life. So that was last. That after that, I drove maybe. 200 kilometres to the other side of the city for confirmation away out in Denilton, Elensdorn. Again, a beautiful church hidden in the trees underneath the mountains. And uh, there we had a beautiful service. So I mean, Saturday, I must say, I was exhausted. Sunday morning, again, it was confirmation at St. Mary's in Mamalodi West. So wonderfully prepared for by an excellent parish, priest and deacon and sisters and people. Uh, again, one is always uh, so grateful for the work done by the catechism teachers and uh, those who coordinate that. Uh, this coming Sunday will be confirmation at Emmanuel in uh, Tembisa. To remind you once again that if you want to find phone numbers or what priest is in what place, uh, if you want to find the names of religious sisters, if you want to find the various departments, justice and peace or whatever, uh, in the archdiocese and who is chairperson of those, then you can get it on the Catholic on the directory, which is for sale at the uh, chancery, but also it is on the web under Archdiocese of Pretoria. You'll find uh, the directory for the diocese there. Um, Also, uh, I would like to uh, point out that there will be a world meeting of families coming up next year in Ireland. And already people are preparing for that. Again, we'll be speaking about that again and encouraging those who can, maybe through a joint contribution from people in their diocese, to send families over there to join with the Holy Father and people from all over the world in the promotion of the Christian families. This coming week, I'm afraid I will not be with you uh, because on Tuesday morning we begin the uh, Bishop's Plenary Session at Marion Hill, Matlatuzana. So Tuesday to Tuesday, uh, we will be there. Uh, there will be a full, two full days dedicated to uh, uh, to uh, racism. What are we going to do? How can we bring our people closer together, reconcile our people without, uh, you know, in a sensitive way, in a way that, you know, allows people to open up to each other, to know each other, to hear each other's story, so that as Catholic, as Christian people, receiving together the body of Christ, believing together in the Word of God, saying the same prayers, sharing the same services, how can we not, uh, you know, know and care about each other's lives. We'll also spend a full day with youth from all over the country and uh, debating issues, discussing issues that concern uh, the youth in the church. A lot of work has been done on that, so I'm sure that will be a very rich. Also, uh, issues like, uh, you know, um, the pastoral plan, you know, how to, uh, you know, the drive of the church at the moment is evangelizing. Of course, it always is, but in a particular way, and uh, I suppose motivated in a particular way by Pope Francis and the popes before him, uh, we are uh, concerned with evangelization. That is helping people. How do we help people? How do we work together, all Christian people? Because this is the task of all of us. How do we get all our people uh, to become apostles who, like Andrew, led Peter to Jesus? How do we uh, share our our faith and lead people uh, to, to, to Jesus. I must say, 
Uh, at this present time, uh, the news that we continually hear and listen to on the phone in stations, of course, but apart from that, on the media and all forms and on television, is often right, uh, quite negative. You know, there's continual problems in so many of the state authorities. In political life, politicians seem to spend their time in factionalism or fighting with each other. One wants to know what is happening in the country. You know, uh, be, and uh, while uh, one is very reluctant as a bishop uh, to make direct statements about politics, again, we must bear in mind, and politicians must bear in mind, that politics and faith do interlock. They, 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 they do um, uh, cover the same ground, and the church has a right to make statements there. And one is very disheartened at the moment. You know, I, I don't know if the figure is correct, but seemingly about 60,000 uh, miners have lost their jobs over the last year or so. I mean, 60,000 families. You know, what are they doing now? Imagine getting the news, like now it's 2,600 in Limpopo, seemingly, seemingly, uh, will be let off in a, a two or three months' time. Imagine a man returning home to his family and saying, look, uh, this is the end of it. There's no more work. Um, so really and truly, this hurts very, very much. And one gets annoyed when one sees the newspapers and the politicians dominated with factionalism of all kinds, fighting among themselves, uh, endlessly court cases about state authorities and their and their, the chair people who are in power or just out of power who are challenging their removal. This goes on day after day, not to mention the break into uh, so many of the offices of the state. Uh, there seems to be a real moral insecurity in our country. Uh, you know, there's hopelessness. Then, as priests, as bishops, you're out and very conscious of the hopelessness of so many youth today. They are just hopeless. One third of them, someone has said to me, have given up even uh, looking for a job. It's so hopeless. Uh, one is worried about the moral authority of the presidency, um, the sense of endless corruption that is continually reported, uh, uh, p uh, politics force uh, focused on personalities while people are hungry and are millions around our country, the factionalism, as I say, and the re-emergence of some racial attitudes. Now, uh, as I say, faith and um, uh, and politics do interlink, the inter because the aim of all politicians is uh, is justice. Um, the aim of uh, politics is is, is, is is a just society. As St. Augustine says someplace, you know, if politics and a, if the state is not run by honest people, then it is run by a gang of thieves. Uh, while one is reluctant to make that as an absolute statement because there are very fine people in all the parties, at the same time, one is very downcast at the moment, especially when you contrast the poverty and hopelessness of so many with the eruptions that are going on continually around Parliament and around all the, uh, around all the departments. Now, Catholic social doctrine, then, is an attempt of the Church to respond uh, to, 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 uh, to, to the state. Now, uh, justice then uh, is both the aim and the, in fact, the, uh, the criterion of all politics. 
you know. The church cannot, however, the church itself cannot and must not take upon itself the political battle. So that's why, as they say, I don't incline to make so many political statements whether the president should or should not go, although one has very definite opinions on it. But so we do not, this is to be done by politicians. This is their trade. This is their job, uh, you know, as uh, because politics and faith meet. Faith, by its nature, is an encounter with the living God, and the people are the children of God. Uh, faith in, uh, is looking at the world from God's point of view, and faith, uh, you know, liberates us from the blind spots that are inevitable in human nature. And uh, faith enables us to work more effectively and to see its proper object more clearly. So, as I say, the church cannot and must not take upon itself the political battle to bring about the most just society possible. That's the job of politicians. The church cannot and must not replace the state. The church does not replace the state. Yet at the same time, the church cannot and must not remain on the sidelines of the fight for justice. So the church has to comment on political issues, especially on social issues and on ethical issues that involve justice and the suffering of people. The church has to play her part through rational argument and she has to reawaken the spiritual energy without which justice, which always demands sacrifice, cannot prevail and prosper. A just society must be the achievement of politics, not of the church. It's the work of politicians to produce a just society. Yet the promotion of justice through efforts to bring about openness of mind and will to the demands of the common good is something which concerns the church deeply. Uh, and so, uh, also, states cannot do everything. There's a whole area of life which we can call, if you like, mercy or charity. Uh, and this also is very much the concern of the church. So, uh, all I can say at the moment is that uh, one is distressed at what has happened. One can only appeal to politicians. Uh, you know, please uh, get your act together. Respond to where the people are suffering. Because those who are in politics are well paid. Uh, they are looking after themselves. They are on the inner circle. They can control so many things. And yet so many people that we as priests and bishops meet every day are really suffering. Insecurity, violence, uh, growing inequality, unemployment, insecurity in their jobs, inability to put food on the table. This is what one is seeing every day and then listening to the radio giving us more factional fights in Parliament and elsewhere. We must change. Uh, the people are suffering and the politicians must wake up and see. Change must take place. Let us listen to our first hymn, uh, uh, which stands really for the church. We stand for God. <laughs> 